Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 19 in the book of 2 Timothy. We're starting chapter 4 today. Uh, it's re- it's really good. I'm going to call this, uh, I don't like the Bible. Uh, we'll get to what I mean by that near, near the end. Let me read. This is from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. This is Paul talking to Timothy. I charge you. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. Verse 3, For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, They will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into into myths. Well, that's enough for today for sure. Uh, We've been in the section where we are to avail and access and apply the word of God bravely. And we want to do that because it profits us. It gives us advantages uh, the previous verse in 3, 16 and 17 talked about it's profitable, but it also reproves and corrects and trains us in, in righteousness. He's going to carry on that theme, and he's going to charge Timothy. Now, the word charge is like a person giving testimony before witnesses. So he's going to uh, give you the truth, the testimony. He's going to give this solemnly from Timothy, from Paul to Timothy. Then the second part of verse 1 talks about the milieu of the charge. Um, we're going to go on to talk about the content of the charge and the reason for the charge. But let me talk about the milieu of the charge first of all. And he kind of gives, in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living of the dead, and by his appearing in his kingdom. So he's, he's saying, hey, God exists. He's real. And God is judge of the living and God is judge of uh, of the dead, and He has this, you know, ultimate authority. And then here's something He's going to talk about in this verse, as well as in a few verses to come in, in verse eight, and that is His appearing. That He is He's real. He came. Uh, and, and one of our charges at the end of this section, we're not going to get it to, to today, is we're supposed to love His appearing. We're supposed to love when he comes down and kind of pushes against uh, uh, our world. So we don't get to do what we want. And and part of the the, the legal setting of, of this, this testimony, is the authoritativeness of, of God. So that's the milieu. All right, the second thing, verse 2, is the content of the charge. Now he says to Timothy, preach the word. And your charge as a listener may not be to preach. Your your gift in the church may not be uh, a teaching. It probably probably statistically is not. It's probably as something in the service realm. But the point is, he's charging him. Get busy. Do your job. And he says, do it when it's convenient. That's in season. But also do it when it's inconvenient. It's probably a good marker of are you doing are you doing your job right? He's like, yeah, I'm doing it when it's convenient. It's all glory and it's all rainbows and puppies. Yeah, and then how about when it's hard? So do your Christian job. Serve until you're tired. So everybody, every 100% of people in the church should have a job. I serve blank. Fill in the blank. You have to have a have a blank to fill in. 
And he's saying to Timothy, preach. And he's also saying, don't preach just the rainbows and puppies part. Preach the full content. He talks about reproving and rebuking and exhorting. Reproving is saying, uh, you know, stop doing what you're doing. Rebuking. Hey, you should be ashamed of what you've done. And exhorting is you should do better. These are hard things that he's saying. Do the hard parts of your ministry. All right, and then he talks about this reason for the charge in verses 3 and 4. The time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. Having itching ears, they'll accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. They'll turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. So in this world today, you can find a teacher or an advocate for any passion of man imaginable. Where bad passions used to be secret, inaccessible, and shameful, now there's support groups and marches and flags and advocates and Facebook groups. The and when he's saying to Timothy, "Hey, the time is coming," he's not talking about a thousand years from now. He's talking about I expect you to have to deal with this. That people are not going to endure sound teaching; they just won't have it. They're, towards good teaching, they'll put their fingers in their ears and they'll scream, "I'm not itching," but they do have itching ears. So people long for the affirmation of teaching, and particularly in the teaching that my passions are okay. So it's not no teaching that's desired. It's teaching to suit. So you're picking, you're cherry-picking voices, so-called teachers, that are are giving you positive affirmation. So to get there, uh, they have to turn away. They have to listen They turn away from listening and they turn away from listening to the truth and they wander off into myths where, and you know, so it's like, where did you get that? What's the source of your, uh, uh, a a teaching? And it's this appearing, the appearing of the Lord changes everything. The fact that he manifested himself here, became man, now he stands as a rock of offense, a stumbling block. And these people are not going to endure sound teaching. So, uh, the thing about this preaching in season and out, it's relentless. It's truth. Seven days a week, it's reproving and rebuking. It's its kind of brutal. It's for the brave. I, I think it's a reasonable thing to say to the Bible. You can write this in your margin. I don't like the Bible. Um, and here's, a, here's a, another thing to write down. The only thing worse than having the Word of God is not having the Word of God. So, what, don't, what might we not like about this passage? Well, I don't like about this passage that there's a charge and I have to do something, um, that it's from heaven, that there's judgment, that there's teaching that is not suited to my passions, that uh, the Lord has the authority to say, hey, you can do better, that it's boss and I am not. There's all kinds of things in here. So in conclusion, what is my charge? What's in my wallet? What does the Lord have for me in belief? Uh, it might be uh, to, for some to believe today, or for most of us, it's to do your job and be inconvenienced by it. Have a good appetite for teaching truth, not teaching to suit. Uh, I love your truth, Lord. I love the real teachers of your truth. I love that you have appeared. I love your judgment. I love your right to your judgment. I love the difficulty of your teaching that I have to sometimes endure. I love that your Bible pushes it back against me. Tune my itching, wandering, suit myself ears to the truth. Help me with your reproof, rebuke, and your exhortation. I want to stand before your appearing. Thank you, Lord.